Blog Talk Radio. Services, the men and women on the front line of COVID, the doctors and nurses, 
especially there's people, there's great people to clean up after <clears throat> everyone's been in the hospital. Uh, we can't get live without them. And especially in Bob's uh, special group, uh, those people that uh, kept the, the supermarkets open during the pandemic. Huh? Uh, the, uh, well, guys, it's a super big night tonight. Uh, <clears throat> we, I get so much here. I don't know where to start. Um, let's see. Uh, what do you think? Uh, let's go with Z. Uh, what do you think, uh, David uh, Adesani and the uh, Liam Taylor fight where he uh, uh, Taylor took him out the, the, in the second round? The, the KO. Uh, well, uh, Taylor's a good fighter. I'm not familiar with Anasani, uh but I know Taylor, he, he is a good fighter. So mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll see uh, what's going on in the future with him. Okay. And they announced today, uh, or this week, I should say, that Teofimo uh, Lopez and George Gamboza is going to fight uh, next week. Do you have any idea on that one? Uh, no, but uh, yeah, we touched on it a little bit last week. Uh, Terrafimo, mm-hmm. uh, he's getting busy, and he hasn't had mm-hmm. a fight ever since the Lomachenko fight. So it, it, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, I'm not sure, but that's been a while ago. So he, he, mm-hmm. it's about time that he, he gets back in the ring, uh, gets busy, and knocks some of the rust off. Because we're looking for the future for him to match up against, uh, maybe you're looking maybe at a Devin Haney fight, maybe even mm-hmm. a, a potential um, uh, Ryan Garcia fight. Who knows? So, but we're looking for some yeah. things from Terrafimo right now. Well, I'm excited to see him get back in the ring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Bob, uh, we have a big fight tonight. Uh, two females, Mackenzie Dern and uh, uh, Maria Rodriguez. Yeah, there was. Um, let me let me back up though uh, on that card tonight because I want to give a shout out to the welterweight co-main between Brown and, and Jared Gooden. Uh, that was a, that's a real like, um, Andy Brown ended up taking the decision in the end, um, but you know definitely had uh, the hands on on Jared Gooden. But Gooden's got a chin, and we talked about that before. I'm not sure if that's a compliment or not. You know that just means you can take some good shots. So moving forward, uh, the the main event tonight was Mackenzie Dern versus Maria Rodriguez. Now. Here, uh, Dern was ranked fourth uh, with another girl in her division, and Rodriguez was sixth. There was no, like, rank five. Uh, now, Rodriguez is the one with the hand, and this is your classic matchup uh, between two strawweight women or any fighter uh, when you've got a jiu-jitsu. Mackenzie Dern, is, is a ch- she was a champion before in jiu-jitsu, uh, completely uh, decorated, um, talking that, you know, she's going to set more records than Ronda Rousey, yada, yada, yada. Um, very, you know, very confident in her uh, jiu-jitsu game. Well, becoming a better striker in, in her regard, yes. But um, tonight, well, she just couldn't keep uh, Rodriguez down. Rodriguez had the better mm. hand, kept the distance. Every time she got close, though, I mean, the way I was looking at it, I mean, the striker – course that's my forte i i like that i'm good with the ground i prefer that as well i like that as well but you know in my thing i want to keep it standing up so I'm, I'm rooting for the stand-up guy but basically all night she was slapping a boa constrictor on the head because as soon as <laughs> McKenzie, 
you know, and that's what you got to do with these these black belts. You know what I mean? It can be done, but if you get close enough and they get you, you're, you're done. You're done. And and there was a couple of close calls when she got her down to the ground. Um, luckily, Rodriguez was able to get out of that and 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 end up with the victory, the unanimous decision, um, or the split decision. Uh, but um, yeah, so go for the striker. Um, but again, you know, so Dern's got to go back to the drawing board. It won't be the last we hear from her. She's got her sights set on on the championship. She's got the ground game to do it, but she's got to work on that transition. And, and you know, for us striker guys, you know, Zito and and and, and Ty and stuff, you know, it, it, it's as long as they can't get us down, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> The trades are all talking about uh, her um, probably outlasting and maybe being better overall uh, than Ronda Rousey. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? I I missed the first part. That, that talking that Dern should be better than Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because she That's well, she's the one. She's stating that herself. I mean, mm-hmm. she's saying that. Uh, she's going to go out there and get become more decorated than Ronda Rousey, and 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 she definitely mm-hmm. has the jiu-jitsu background. Ronda Rousey was a judo specialist. She would get that amazing. And again, judo is the difference there. Judo has a better transition and a yeah. throw than jiu-jitsu does. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then jiu-jitsu, once you get to the ground, jiu-jitsu's got the dominant edge there. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. the jiu-jitsu specialists got to work on their transition. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, you know, raise my hand. I was horrible at transitions. I, I didn't want to go to the ground. I was, I had no takedown defense. People just shoot in and take me down like nothing. Like a, a slight breeze mm-hmm. would knock me over. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> I was okay down there, and once I could get down there, I could still strike or stand up. So the transition part of the fight game is very critical. And unless Mackenzie Dern figures out her transition and her space, I mean, she, her hands look good this round. Uh, but again, she's she's got uh, she's got a long way to go to, to top Rousey. Rousey came out in just a dominating fashion and stayed there, you know. So mm-hmm. with this boss tonight, uh, she's got to go back to the drawing board and a little bit of humility, a little a little bit of crow pie. She's got to cook up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. See, you got anything on that one? Yeah, it's going to be hard to uh, to, to to equal Ronda Rousey's resume. As simple as that. I mean, for what it's worth, Ronda, she defeated some pretty good fighters. Um, yeah. I mean, now, there are certain styles, you know, that, that will give her trouble. And just as Bob said, transition. Um, you have to do, you know, certain things nullify other things. To where if you're a good wrestler, and I, especially, you know, with your hips, then you can nullify a lot of jiu-jitsu, things that guys could do uh, with their jiu-jitsu. You have to be careful about poking your limbs out. It's as simple as that. You can't leave your limbs just loosely out. You have to kind of keep yourself tight and, you know, be careful about timing. But, I mean, like, when, when you're, I mean, then you have to be well-rounded. Because, I mean, nowadays, you know, people, I mean, you, if you have one thing that you do good, Somebody's going to have something that can nullify it. I don't care how good a wrestler you are. I mean, you, you can get caught mm-hmm. in a submission. Or you, you can get caught in the transition. As you're trying to take somebody down, you might run into a knee. 
<laughs> I mean, you just don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 you, so you have to sort of be on guard for everything, and, and that's what mm-hmm. makes you know that's so dangerous to where. I mean, you know, you have got in in Bob, as I say, Bob. You said it before. You used to have guys who specialized in certain things. You know, the yeah. Gracie, mm-hmm. they, they 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 got you on the ground. That's it. They you know even they'll grab you by your key or whatever you had on and, and choke you out with it. With different rules, but still, guys were specializing in certain things. Where Tank Abbott, you know, he's not trying to grab you. He's trying to throw. He's, 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 he, he, if he does, he's trying to grab you to strike you. So, I mean, nowadays guys are just extremely well-rounded, and when women, I must just say, also fighters are just really, really well-rounded. To the fact of where, I mean, as I say. Ronda Rousey, I mean, her style, you know, she did one thing good, and that got her through with a lot of lot of fights. But you run into that style where you can't do that, where's your plan B? Where's your plan B? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a plan B, I mean, that goes for boxing, you know, mixed martial arts, anything. If you don't have a plan B or your plan A isn't always successful, well, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Adaptability. Adaptability is key. And I want to give a shout-out to to the women in general. I mean, because, you know, as a heavyweight fighter in the past, you know, we we get paid more because we had the knockout power. But I'd much rather watch a lightweight fight because there's a lot more action. Now, the the women, when they fight, it doesn't matter what what weight class, they always are action-packed. And I I mean, I don't have to talk to them, man. They, they, you know, I brought... you know, anymore rather watch a good uh, women's fight because it, it's it's always entertaining, it's always exciting. You're, you know, you very rarely see a one-sided domination. Well, you do with the champ, but you know what I mean. The women yeah. come to, you know, they 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 just come to brawl. So hats off. There. Hats off so. Okay, well, let me ask you another thing. You talk about striking uh, tonight's uh, Vegas thirty-nine. Uh, one of the highlights was Randy Bra- uh, Randy Brown outstriking Jared Gooden. Do you have anything on that? Yeah, I brought that up in the beginning. That was a fantastic fight. That was uh, Jared Gooden. That, like I was saying, you know, his compliment of the night was he's got a nice chin. I'm not sure if that's a good compliment. You know, he took a lot of strikes. Now, Randy Brown came out in the, in the very beginning. Uh, through a, a front kick, snap kick to the bottom of Jared Gooden's ki- uh, chin and busted his big toe. So the whole fight um, kept, like, messing up with his stance when he had time. He'd step back and, like, try to stomp on his own foot and put it back into place. <laughs> so um, there was another another uh, moment in the fight where it looked like his feet got, you know, tangled up in the cage, and that's where we thought, they, you know, he broke it. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, you know, uh, Randy Brown just put on a, a dominating display. Um, Jared Gooden, you know, did fantastic with his front leg kicks because uh, uh, Randy Brown's a jiu-jitsu specialist. He's a brown belt in his own right. So, you know, and everyone's really excited about his up-and-coming game because the jiu-jitsu guys usually, you know, or girls can take somebody to the ground. So a lot of them are really trying to get better hands because the hands get the fight of the night. That's the action. Well, uh, Jared Gooden, his opponent, was already a good striker. Randy Brown is getting better as a striker. Um, So Gooden just kept him, you know, back with that front leg check. And and if you don't know how to kickbox and you don't know how to check those legs, 
I will eventually chop you down. So that's another thing. You know, if you're a jiu-jitsu specialist in transition, you have problems. If you're a stand-up fighter and you can't stand up, you have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Everything can get nullified. That's exactly right. Everything (laughs) can get nullified. Hey, Z, what do you think about the Ryan Garcia and Yuri Gamboa? They're looking to try to make that match uh, for uh, the end of the month. Garcia and Gamboa? Wow. Um, I, I, I don't. I wouldn't pick Gamboa. I mean, not that. I, I mean, I like Gamboa, but he, he's past it, and and he, he's just going to be a name for Garcia. I mean, he's going to just be a name. I, 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 and you know, I hate to see it. I mean, let the guy make his money, but I hate to see it. I just hate to see a guy. You, know, you get older, and you know, you have a name, and these young, hungry guys that coming up and. Mm-hmm. You know, he just, you know, he doesn't have it anymore like that. Not on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, what do you think about uh, Bellator uh, 267? Um, that that seems to be shaping up like a, a pretty decent card. Uh, 267 already happened, correct? Okay. Is that, yeah, that was Lee, pretty- right? <laughs> Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm getting kind of a, an echo. Uh, yeah, so um, Bellator 267 was uh, the Michael Page versus Douglas Lima, which was a rematch. And so he ended up uh, getting a very, very tight and very, very close uh, split decision win over Lima. Now, Lima was the only one to beat uh, Page. Um, a while back, so so it was uh, um, definitely a, a fight to watch. Um, very action packed. These two guys did pretty dang good. I was really really impressed with the outcome of this. So and again, so it mm-hmm. comes down to basically how you scored or how the judges scored. I guess the first round because the the uh, rounds you know two and three and they they were uh, uh, a li- little easier. Uh, to determine than the first round. So, first round was really close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Lima was definitely the best wrestler. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't hear you. I talked over you. Oh, I was saying Lima was definitely the better wrestler. Again, it was one of those matchups, striker yeah. versus grappler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Z, what do you think that uh, Joe Joyce calling uh, calling out uh, Alexander Music? You think that's a decent fight, or do you think that's just trash talk? Um, I, I think it, I think it's a good fight, to be honest. I, I honestly think uh, style wise, that always has, and they fought in the amateurs. They're, they're, there's uh, they fought in the amateurs. Um, or I'm not sure if it's the amateurs or something like a non-sanctioned. Pro exhibitions, it, 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 but they uh, they met with the gloves on before, and it would go as you would sort of expect. You know, the guys were you know not as seasoned as they are now, um, mm-hmm. but Usyk, you know, he, he moved around well, and Joyce he, he moved forward trying to throw his weight on Usyk, and I think Joe Joyce style wise he has a better shot than Joshua, just because Joe Joyce mm-hmm. is the guy who's going to. 
put his body, try to put his body on on. I mean, when, mm-hmm. if, you know, and, and he's not a guy who's going to outslick you. He's not a guy who's going to too much avoid you know shots. But what he's going to mm-hmm. do, he's going to be big on you, and he'll walk through guys. He'll walk through guys, and he's smart enough to where he'll hit you everywhere. And as big as a guy like mm-hmm. that hitting you, it's going to hurt. So, and I mm-hmm. think Joe Joyce is smart. He, I mean, not saying Anthony Joshua was not. Anthony Joshua was extremely smart. Um, I just mm-hmm. think style-wise, as far as with Usyk, Joe Joyce is not going to try to box with Usyk. He's going to try mm-hmm. to bring. He's going to be a heavyweight. He's going to try to be a heavyweight now. So, um, I don't know if Joe Joyce is going. I don't. We're not going to say he's going to be successful. I wouldn't pick him, but. Um, I mean, Usyk's not a young guy. Joe Joyce is young, younger. Usyk's not a young guy. So, I, I mean, you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. With that style, with Usyk's style, I mean, he, you know, although he's a heavyweight, that style is still sort of cruiserweight. It's, it's very active. And the older you get, to be honest, the less active, you know, you, you really can be. You know, certain things, you know, you just age, you know, you expose your activity. And you also become a little more susceptible to being hit. And you should have to be careful just as a heavyweight. You don't want to be, you don't want to take a whole lot of heavyweight punches. So, I mean, that's just mm-hmm. a fact of life. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how long Usyk's style is going to last just, just at that. He, I mean, he's, he's, he's a solid guy, but he's not the biggest guy. Um mm-hmm. and like I, I could see that fight with just with Joe Joyce turning in a something akin to a Derek Chisora sort of type of fight mm-hmm. with, with Usyk. Whereas mm-hmm. competitive Usyk, he's he'll be a clear winner, but it's extremely competitive, and Usyk has to kind of do a lot of moving and maybe you know a lot of cracking just because mm-hmm. big guys coming. I mean, I mean Joe Joyce is a big guy, and he's 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 fighting very much downhill. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, what do you think uh, uh, on Vegas 38, um, uh, Santos versus Walker? Yeah. Which one, Santos versus Walker? Yes. Oh, last week. So, okay, mm-hmm. so, sorry. I'm getting an echo. I got new hearing aids, I told you. I, okay, so last <laughs> week, uh, not not impressed. All right, so Thiago Santos is a badass. We all know that. And up-and-coming Johnny Walker, we said last week, like, I want to party with Johnny Walker. Um, I love his name, uh, you know, but uh, they, they, it was one of those fights where both guys had too much respect for each other's power, uh, and so mm-hmm. they just kind of around a little bit, you know, for a main mm-hmm. event saying, I want a knockout. I paid money. I want a knockout, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want, I want to scrap. I want to, you know, best, best. I want to see someone come out the victor. Um, that card all together last week, um, was, you know, back and forth because, you know, the Santos Walker ended up going to decision to Santos, but they respect each other's power. And, you know, you back up on that to the middleweight fight of that card. And Kevin Holland and Kyle Dukakis are, you know, they fought to a draw. You know, that was a better fight, but they, you 
know, they ended up getting the draw. So uh, more even, um, I think it was because of an unintentional eye poke or so. I can't remember, but it was, uh, yeah, they ended up getting the draw and it was stopped uh, um, in round uh, round one, actually. So, um, but yeah, so that, that, that whole card last week, I mean, it did have some better fights on uh, undercard, like Nico Price versus Alex Oliveira. Um, but uh, no real big um, KOs or the TKO, but lots of lots of punches thrown that fight. Um, but again, going mm-hmm. back to Thiago Santos, Ball Walker, I'd like to see more from Walker and Santos. You know, he's been around a guy. He's a he's a tough dude. So uh, um, you know, he could be on his way out. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was closed. I got the babysitting going tonight, so we're doing double trouble here. Uh, the, uh, um, there was one. What did you think of, uh, what did you, that's the, uh, our newest uh, staff member, Ms. Bella. Uh, we want to bring uh, females into the program, so Bella is sitting in for me. Uh, what, what did you think of uh, was it Tacos versus Holland last week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think yeah, of that? Fight? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. The, the the we just the Holland fight. The Holland fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin Holland versus Kyle Dukakis. Yeah, that, it was uh, again. It ended up uh, getting finished in mm-hmm. round one. Um, do, and it came to a draw. So it wasn't, uh, um, for a co-main event, the whole card wasn't uh, that good. Um, the better fight, I think, on the card was uh, the fight before that, the Nico Price versus Alex Oliveira. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to talk about Oliveira? I got that with Charles Oliveira and Dustin Courier. No, that, that was Nico Price versus Charles Oliveira. Here. Okay, oh. Oh, Oliveira is set for 269 with uh, Dustin Poirier. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. That's good. I mean, I, I love him. Yeah. Yeah, Oliveira, Oliveira is um, – I'm going to – you know, I'm going to – Oliveira is no – well, uh, I think that's a different Oliveira, but uh, – uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm always gonna side with Gagey because he's a Colorado boy, and you know, <laughs> this and that. I think he's a, uh, uh, you know, well-rounded fighter. He's got good hands. He's got good ground. He was a, uh, a, a, a I think, what I'm not big on wrestling, like a Division D or A or shit. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of wrestler and stuff. You know, so mm-hmm. um, you know, he's 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 very very good, and, and that's just a really tough division with all that stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think he's fighting Charles Oliveira, not not Alex Oliveira. Yeah. Yeah, it is Charles Oliveira. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I like about Justin Gaethje is, is he he's he's wicked wicked leg kicks. Yeah. That's one thing. I mean, Justin Gaethje he's a very very committed. I mean, he throws his hands very hard. Uh, he's a high energy and a high pressure fighter. And he he'll walk you down with leg kicks. 
I mean, that, that, I mean, I'm like, I've been impressed with him just walking guys down with leg kicks. Mm-hmm. Good. Hey, Z, what do you think, uh, Demetrius Andrade uh, uh, and uh, Quillen uh, is going to fight uh, uh, in November, November nineteenth? always. I mean. <laughs> He's not. I mean, it's just we know he's not going to fight any of the major guys in mm-hmm. those and that made the either middleweight or the you know, the super middleweight division. Um, I mean, he, he's a skillful guy. I, I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's very, very skillful guy. I just think that he's he's, he's around just collecting a check in boxing right now. He's not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's never seemed to be trying to advance his career or fighting any other name. He's just kind of mm-hmm. existing in his own little realm right now in boxing. He, he has his name, he has mm-hmm. his fans, he has his, you know, his, his supporters, he has his doubters. Um, but he's not, right now, he's just in limbo. He's, 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 he's mm-hmm. fights, but he's sort of just in limbo. He's not, he's just getting money in his career. There's nothing wrong with that, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, I mean, you're putting your body on the line. You might as well go ahead and try, you know, go go fight the best. <laughs> I mean, that's the way I look at it. You're getting paid anyway. You know, try to get more money. But that's on him. Uh, uh, but, I mean, he, I, I don't anticipate him fighting anybody extremely dangerous or anybody that has any sort of name or resume, to be honest. So I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting to see, I mean, if, if he ever steps up, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let, let me ask you. you know, we we talked about bare knuckle uh, boxing before, and now uh, Paige Van Zant is looking at uh, moving over to that. Uh, let me ask both of you what your thoughts on that. Go ahead, Sue. Um, well, she, one thing about Paige, she's she's I mean, she's going to bring it. <laughs> I mean, she's going mm-hmm. to bring it. Uh, she's going to bring mm-hmm. her hands. She's gonna bring her knuckles. She at times will bring her face. So you have to be careful of that. I mean that's that's Paige. Paige will put it on out there. So I mean bare knuckles I mean two th- you're either gonna hurt your face or you're gonna hurt your knuckles. So I mean Paige so I mean it's, I mean I like it because you know, it's it's a lateral move career move to a certain extent. She and she has a name that you know, it's just gonna gonna produce something. Uh, I just don't know how long that's going to last. Mm-hmm. And I got to go along right with what you said. And and here I'm going to be a jerk. I'm for somebody's got to say if Paige Van Zant wasn't so cute and she wasn't you know, already like an celebrity type thing, she'd be out. Mm-hmm. Okay, because she's not doing well. I mean, it's, it's it's a it's cool. Okay, you you try MMA, you try boxing, you do all this, you do pretty good. Then you go to bare knuckle. You're trying to make a statement. Bare knuckle, and I hate to say that from a perspective, that's the bottom of the barrel. That's the last place you want to go to make money. Because now now you're getting cut a lot, you know, and you're, you're really doing damage. You know, it's not so much getting hit with a 10-ounce glove or a 4-ounce glove, you know, which which still hurts, mind you. But you, now you're you're just going for scar and and you're gonna you're gonna laugh, you know, give a bunch of lacerations on your face. So it's the bottom of the barrel, in my opinion. And Paige is, you know, she's made her statement going over to bare knuckle. Uh, uh, 
I, you know, had her chuckle when Z said she, you know, you, you got she'll bring her face. I mean, she does have the, you know, again, the women will come and fight. There's no question. But I think she's going or something like that. She's not doing too hot. Um, so she's sticking to his and, 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 you know, pictures of her and her bikini to, to rally fans, you know. So um, she's really got to pull out a win this next time. Otherwise, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see her future going too far in the knuckles. Because again, there's no way to not get cut. You know, anyway, I mean, in the kind of you know go along with Bob. Then I mean, if you want to be honest, there are no big name bare knuckle fighters. That's why you don't hear about any bare knuckle. You know, there's no. I mean, as I mean, it's I mean, it's hard to market it. To be honest, it's hard to market it to a wide audience. Now you do have your, you know people who you know are fans to it, um, but you know me, I, I tend to watch anything, but I'm not going to gravitate towards bare knuckles, you know, boxing just because they're fighting because it's it's to me, you know, once you put the gloves on. You're getting more official. You're getting more, you know, legitimate. Bare knuckle. I, you could, I mean, you wrap tape around your hands, but that's not really protection. <laughs> to be honest, that's not protection at all. So, I'm, I'm, you know, you're. And as Bob said, you're only putting your knuckles and your face on the line. So, mm-hmm. I, and that's just not. That's that's. I mean, when you're making a living off of those things, when you have gloves on. To protect your knuckles and face, well, mm-hmm. it is kind of not well. I guess bottom of the barrel ish, because now you're resorting down to something to where you might not be able to go back to <laughs> to putting gloves and stuff on just because that's you your career. Man. Your hands are permanently damaged. The scar tissue is now is going to get is just going to be a problem any type of fight. So that's that's really you know it, it will damage a career. And as I say, for what? Where's the marketability at? Yeah. I mean, Paige's got to watch out. You know, she's getting her money from her modeling and stuff, and she don't watch it. She you know she'll end up as a butterface. You know, and then you know, not saying that uh, uh, you know bare knuckles necessarily the the bottom of the barrel, but the last person we really gave two cents about. Bare Knuckle was Kimbo Slice, and he came up out of Bare Knuckle into yeah. MMA, UFC, and stuff like that. You know, Bare Knuckle, you you kind of resu- you know you you think about backyards and and biker bars. You know what I mean? You know that's, that's you know that, that's my redneck kind of stuff. That's not that's not the sport. That's not the art. The art is when you start strapping on gloves. Now you're good. Anybody can scrap in the street. You know so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. But uh, Alex uh, Perea uh, wants a third and uh, wants a shot with uh, Andesaya. Um, Andesaya, sorry. Uh, in the near future, what's your thoughts on that? One? On Israel Adesanya. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so here's the thing with that. Um, uh, so, Adesanya's sitting on top, 
and 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 one of the baddest men in the UFC. Uh, you know, negotiations for being best pound per pound fighter. I mean, Adesanya is an incredible beast. Now, Alex Pereira or Pereira, whatever, is the only guy to have ever knocked out Adesanya twice, I think, or beat him twice. Uh, but it wasn't in the UFC. So the UFC just signed Alex Pierre. Now, uh, that's a long way coming, but, you know, Dana White, being a smart businessman, he's going to build a fight because right now Adesanya's sitting on top and nobody can beat him. So he's going to build the anticipation of bringing in Pierre from the bottom. He's throwing him a, a guy that's not even in the top 15. So Pierre's first fight is not even going to be a top-ranked fighter. But, again, so he'll go out there and probably dominate and look amazing, and they'll start building up this big uh, uh, fight. So uh, see that coming. I mean, that's – shoot, that'll that'll be drawn out like the fucking Marvel series. You know, they, we won't even see that fight for like the next year or more. There'll be several uh, – uh, fight for Pierre to have to work his way up, but they'll they'll build that and sell that. But um, you know, I, I haven't seen Alex Pierre in, in person or live or anything like that um, fight, but he's listed as the only person to take out uh, Adesanya. So that's uh, that's a fight coming way off in the future. Uh, Dana's building that right now, and of course, going to go pay good money to get this kid. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that develops. Okay. Zeke, you on that? I, I, that's, that's interesting, and I don't see uh, Dana White matching Pereira hard at all up until the time. He's going to build it, and he's going to milk it. One thing is, though, Israel has been fighting at a high level against high-level people, and you have to watch trying to bring a guy over and not putting him up against the correct competition to build him up. To, to exactly because right now Israel is on top. He, he is on top. We we know that he can't. He shouldn't move up to, to to fight those guys to a certain extent. But where his weight, he he's on top. And right now, you don't want to bring a guy over who's not the the truth. Say who's not mm-hmm. quality enough. Who's not going to right. fight on that level that Israel's fighting on. Because you go ahead and match him up soft on the way to fight Israel, he's going to go up against Israel and get smashed. I mean, that, that's, you know, very much what would, would, would happen if you're not, if this guy's not the truth, or he's not special, or he's not worked properly. He's not, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not matched up. Because you do have to go through some things to be, to get to the top, to be honest. Israel, as I say, he's been fighting at a high level against high level people. Against the Whitakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if this guy, you know, does he, does he even come close to, you know, touching a Whitaker? I don't know. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Okay. And just like you said, I mean, you know, so they're going to give him a guy out of the top 15. I was just looking at the, the, the division. So maybe he beats that guy. Let's hope he beats that guy. Mm-hmm. At best, they're going to throw him, you know, somebody on the bottom tier. So level, you know, ranked, uh, yeah. you know, 13 and 14. You got Chris Weidman or Kevin Holland. Those are badass dudes. You jump up yeah. to 10 and above. 
you got Uriah Hall, Kevin Gasson, Darren Till, Sean Strickland. You know, you go, you go into the top four. You got Brunson, Cornier, Paula Costa, Whitaker. You, you know what I mean? So there's going to be a lot of if this guy does come up and work his way up. I mean, you know, uh, Paula or Paula Costa or whatever. He's the smack talker of them all. So unless he can talk like jump up as fast as Costa does, but he's got a tough division to even get through to get a shot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, talking about shots. Covington uh, came out to, in the press today and said that uh, he wants to have a third shot at Usman. Could that happen? Should that happen? And what would what, what do you think the outcome would be? Bob? I, I didn't hear, again, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the first part. Covington versus uh, Usman. He keeps calling Usman out. What's a third shot at him? Oh, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Um, uh, because their last fight was what? back? Or it's, I think it's already scheduled for November 6th. So they're, they're um, yeah, so they're, they're um, definitely. I mean, Colby Covington, again, one of the, the trash talkers. Usman's doing fantastic. Uh, so... I mean, you know, we, we don't know exactly, you know, that that the, the full fight, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, with Usman every time. Colby Covington isn't one of my favorite guys. I don't like his style. He is a great fighter. Don't get me wrong. He's got great stamina, great conditioning, um, great ground ground game, and some decent punches. But Usman, again, he's just right now looks like Adesanya. He's sitting on top, and he's he's separate. So he's you know, if if. Like we, I think it was last week, a couple of weeks back, we talked like, you know, Usman, Adesanya, you know, they're, they're on a different level uh, than the competition, you know, than second, you know, two to five in their division. And Colby Covington, you know, he's a great athlete. Um, I think he'd probably be sitting on top if Usman wasn't there. But uh, we'll, we'll see. He's got to bring a whole new game to try to get Usman off, off his throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going to agree with Bob definitely. And one thing is, Kobe is a good fighter. He, he, he's a, he's an extremely good fighter. But what since they last matched up, what has changed? What has right. changed? Period. And what I've seen him change are Kamar Usman's hands. His hands right now are lethal. I mean, we know we know the guy can wrestle. He, I mean. He, he put Willie on his back for you know as long as he wanted to until he was mm-hmm. out, you know and stuff. I mean the guy he's go- I mean we know on the ground what he is. We know who he mm-hmm. is. We know his athletic ability is, is pretty good, but his hand he's he's beginning to coordinate his striking, and that's dangerous. That right now that to me is the biggest change. But, but I mean since the last time they fought. Um, I don't. I, I, and in the last time they fought, I mean, Usman is he, he proved to be a slightly better wrestler. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's that as simple as that. And Kobe, I don't know if he's he's changed as much as Usman. Like he's adjusted mm-hmm. or has gotten better, like Usman has. And that, as I say, that is dangerous. Usman with hands is dangerous against anyone. Because we know what he could do on the ground. Now he's doing stuff on the feet. Oh man! Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you take, you take uh, Colby Covington, who is a who is a really good ground fighter and a decent you know striker with great yeah. conditioning, and, but you're putting them against a better ground guy and a better striker. I mean, Usman's just a better package. I mean, Colby Covington's no slouch. Don't get me wrong. It's just oh. Usman hands and both better at both division or both departments than him. So. When, when when Covington kind of made a name for himself, he liked to stand up, but when he got in trouble, he'd take people down, you know, and brawl with them. Well, Usman's not having that and just keeping him standing up. So but that'll be a great card, though. It's coming up in November, UFC 268. It'll also be uh, the second matchup, and co-main event will be uh, the second matchup between Rose Namanunas and, and Zhang Weili. And that'll be, again, that'll be a phenomenal fight. Two vicious yeah. females. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, Z, uh, Adam uh, Kalanaki and Robert Colonius, uh on an undercard uh, tonight, I believe it is. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Uh, isn't that a rematch of the last fight when uh, Kalanaki was winning and Colonius knocked him out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't anticipate that ending, but. I mean, Kanaki has to watch out. I mean, he he got mm-hmm. knocked out because he lets him go. He is very confident in letting his hands go, and he's very very successful with it. Um, mm-hmm. he has pretty good defense. I mean, he picks punches off pretty good with his gloves. But when you let your hands go that much, you're going to be open. You're going to be. You cannot punch and, and not have an opening. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. So. He's, I mean, and so he's still always going to have to be careful because Olenius is a heavyweight. And mm-hmm. those heavyweights, as I say, those one shots and heavyweights, I mean, that's, you really have to worry about that. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad, as I say, I'm going to go with Kanaki, but, I mean, he, he has to be careful. He's always mm-hmm. going to have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Belfort and uh, De La Hoya uh, in November? <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Go ahead, Z. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, I, I don't, first of all, I don't know if that's going to come off mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to come off. So I, I, I just have to, I mean, but if it does, what weight? Vito, he's, he's a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy, and I, I'm not even going to take into account what happened with Holyfield. That fight should not have been right. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm confident with it. Like, I don't know what's going on with that. Why would De La Hoya even take that fight, you know, um, if he just put a hurting on, you know, Holyfield? And he's the heavier mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I would like to see the physicals. I would like to see. I would like to see them like take serious physicals, and by, by serious, uh, I want to say mm-hmm. serious sanctioning bodies, but that's kind of crazy to say. But I mean, I, I, but they need. It needs to be some sort of straight regulation. Um, Holyfield was in no condition to go in. I'm going to say Oscar, to me, would it was fresher than Holyfield. But he's also a smaller guy. He's a significantly smaller guy. Holyfield ended his career at heavyweight. Oscar ended his career 
at middleweight, and he was a little for middleweight. He was a small middleweight. He was a big welterweight, fit in the junior welterweight pretty good. But as a middleweight, he wasn't a junior middleweight pretty good. He, but as a middleweight, he wasn't a big middleweight at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, now you, you're talking about fighting a guy who, for his career, was fighting at what, light heavyweight for the most part. If he, mm-hmm. he was fighting light heavyweight in, in the UFC. So, I, I mean, mm-hmm. that yeah, – and he's an older – Oscar's older – and he's the less recently active guy. Vitor has been more recently active in, in what he does. Oscar's been right. not active longer. So I don't now, mm-hmm. I mean, even though now you're going to what Oscar was good at, I mean, you're giving all the benefits to Vitor. And I'm not sure what Oscar's mind state is. I'm not sure because Oscar, he's been saying some crazy stuff at times in the media, he just, he doesn't seem right all the time to me. I just think Oscar, mm-hmm. like, I don't know where his headspace is. And mm-hmm. right now, he's, he should, to me, he should focus on being a businessman to the, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Doing this, he's going to make money, but there's nothing. I don't see anything in it for Oscar at all. Mm-hmm. And as I say, if mm-hmm. there's nothing into it, then, then, then he will go ahead and knock it off for him. Okay. Well, we danced around the the mulberry bush, and I was hoping that Tony could get on, but I guess he's uh, still trying to finish up the crow from the last time he said what was who was going to win. Uh, let's go. To, let's go to the uh, Fury Wilder fight tonight. See? Oh, you guys got a fight. Oh boy, yeah, it's a big one, and these guys yeah. came in literally big. Yeah. Fury mm-hmm. came in, uh, I think, what, like 275? 277. That's the heaviest. 277. That's the heaviest he's been in his career. Um, yeah. Wilder came in 238. Great. That's the heaviest he's been in his career. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to say, I'll say it like this. It doesn't matter how much weight Wilder gains, he's never going to outweigh Tyson Fury. So I don't know why he's gaining all that weight, which takes away your mobility. The most yeah, dangerous right. Deontay Wilder is a mobile Deontay Wilder. Is a two between two twelve and two twenty. That's a Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder that that to me needs to be fighting anyone at heavyweight because that's a guy who's going to get hit. That's a guy who they, those mm-hmm. fast twitch muscles are nice and lean, and now they're going. Once you start gaining weight like that. Mm-hmm. There's two things I'm thinking. It's either you're adding muscle to which that's going to slow your punch up no matter what. Or mm-hmm. you're not training the way you should. So you're not mm-hmm. taking your weight off like that as a heavyweight. It's, it's one of the two. And neither one is good for going, for, for, for fighting today. I think mm-hmm. it, like, he's not. that's not a good weight for him. The heavier he is, especially against a guy – that's gonna at time he's gonna really kind of have to find. Tyson Fury is mm-hmm. not an easy guy to hit, especially without being hit yourself. Deontay mm-hmm. Wilder is also not a young, learning heavyweight. He's a guy who's this is his style. So mm-hmm. he's changed. He's changed trainers. And but you can change all the trainers you want. 
you have fighting habits. Everyone has fighting mm-hmm. habits. And those fighting habits are a part of you. As, as the, I mean, the most technical guy has a fighting flaw, has fighting habits, which, which can be a flaw. I don't see Deontay Wilder, I don't see Wake being, was ever a flaw for him until he started fighting Tyson Fury. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if Tyson Fury got into his head because everything's changed. And mm-hmm. they cha- it seems to change away from his success. Tyson Fury could come in heavy. The guy, I mean, he for one thing, he's, he's no matter how heavy he is, he seems so relaxed that he could fight for days. Deontay Wilder is in good shape when he's weighing like two between two twelve and two twenty. But now you're mm-hmm. putting weight on, you're taking you're taking your cardio away to a certain extent, mm-hmm. especially with a guy who like Deontay Wilder, he moves around. So I can't really, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's hard for me to go or give Deontay the edge. I mean, against Tyson Fury, a guy who's six nine and can get to you, a guy who's six nine mm-hmm. and can box Deontay Wilder from the outside. A guy who's mm-hmm. gonna, who, who, I mean, and a guy who can, I mean, who can avoid punches. And now that you're putting mm-hmm. weight on, you take, as I said, you're taking that get there away. Now your get there is not as quick. Your fast twitch muscles aren't as fast twitch anymore. No, you, I, I don't. That that's it's just it's bad for me. Now and we're saying that. Tyson Fury doesn't need Deontay Wilder to hit him. I don't care if Deontay Wilder is two th- even at two thirty eight. The guy, he, he, his right hand is a sledgehammer. It's almost a literal mm-hmm. sledgehammer. Um, Tyson Fury knows that, but I don't see Deontay Wilder getting there. And I see Tyson Fury mm-hmm. getting there a lot, a lot. So, mm-hmm. and I, I'm, I'm gonna put put it like that. That's the way I see the fight. Tyson Fury getting there mm-hmm. from the outside, but then going ahead and getting there on the inside. That's it's, it's going to be a bad fight for Deontay. I think it's going to be a very bad fight unless he lands a sledgehammer. But that's it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm picking Fury by, by the same way it looked mm-hmm. the, the second fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, Bob? Uh, I agree. I agree. I agree. So. I don't understand why both of them are bulking up. Wilder's a beast. He's shredded. You know what I mean? He he looked good at that weight. You know, he wants to be the quicker guy. Um, again, it's, it's, it's physics. You know, lighter people are faster. So, uh, but not taking anything away from Fury because Fury's got, you know, great hands for a big man, you know, and quick yeah. hands. You know, I just I just think, you know, he, they're both coming in heavy, looking for that big knockout, and hopefully, you know, this time around, we we get that that big boom, that big that big crushing shot. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. And and uh, big night in boxing tonight. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that's, uh, that took us right up to the end of our hour, guys. And I appreciate all your time and effort. That really uh, shows every week. That's why we have a good show. Um, I want to thank uh, everybody for. Uh, for being uh, on time and being there with the uh, with the scripts that you had, uh, Bob, you want to lead us out? Yeah, guys, thanks again uh, for a great week, Ty. Always fun, man. Uh, Frank and, and keeping us going. Uh, thanks for all the Fighting Word fans and family. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, 
or Zito, I'm sorry, so sorry, Ty and, and Frank didn't make it, but Ty, thanks for, or Zito, thanks for being there. Um, so, uh, but yeah, great night, uh, big fight tonight with the boxing, Fury Wilder, um, keep your eye out on the women in the UFC, and we're going to have a great week. Good, see? Oh, well, I definitely want to thank Bob and you, Butch, I want to thank all of my Fighting Words family, it's been a great show, uh, these shows are dedicated to Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. If anyone wants to hear any fighting words, please do call. Yo, I was remiss uh, when we started the show. I, I had something on my mind, and I wanted to say it, and boom, it just blew out with my brain. Sorry, something in. Um, we want to say a very happy birthday to a guy that I miss him very much, uh, Coach Mel. Uh, he was a terrific guy. This would probably been his the I guess the thirtieth uh, anniversary of his forty first birthday late as you think? Yes, anyone? Um oh my bad. He would yeah. have been um no, he would have been would have been eighty. Would have been oh, eighty. September twenty seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would have been 80. We missed him a lot. This Bob, I know the two of them are up there watching. Oh, I got I can just imagine the two of them watching the, the uh, Wilder fight tonight. That's going to be <laughs> that's going to be it's going to be loud up every night. So if you, people hear some uh, thunder, it's the two of them uh, screaming at each other about the which guy should be doing that. That guy should be doing this. So, <laughs> these, these programs are brought to you each and every night. Great appreciation. Men want to be a nice person on forces. Men want to be some fire services. Men want to on the first line of COVID, the hospital, workers, all the first responders, and the people that uh, keep the supermarkets open for us. These programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives on line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Colker, Patrolman <clears throat> David Curtis, Sergeant Thomas Baker, Patrolman Jeffy Gazzle, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, Sergeant Tom uh, Will, Wilson of Charleston Sheriff's Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Chris Levine, uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, and Deputy Mike Malik, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, uh, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Chief Al Ogle, Orlando Chief Police Department, Chief Jim Ford, Orlando Fire Department, Special Inspector Vinny Galaccio, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Arthur Pope, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Puckett, Wilmington Fire Department, uh, Deputy Josh Moyers, uh, the uh, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, although you're 10 7 at this point in time, sometime we'll be 10 10 at the table, don't worry. Until that time, the roads are to beat you. May the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine light down in your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hollow of his hands. Thanks, God bless, and have a great weekend. Shema he zahir ma, so 
Let me just end the show, buddy.